Today we're looking at National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, a 1989 family comedy. It's the third instalment in the National Lampoon's Vacation series and was written by John Hughes, based on his short story in the National Lampoon magazine. The plot follows Clark Griswold, who wants to have a perfect family Christmas. However, things start to go awry quickly with an unexpected visit from his family. Hello, welcome back to the Christmas and Chill podcast. Holy crap, we've done 11 episodes. Um, I'm Josh, you're here with Amy and Maddie. Good evening, ladies. How are we? I think starting out the podcast with a swear word isn't very good, Joshua. All right, let me try it again. Good (laughs) gracious. (laughs) Let me, sorry, let me try that again. Mother... Episode 11. You're going to have to put an explicit sign on this. That's all right. I'm going to beep all of these. Okay. Mother <laughs> Episode 11. Oh How are we people? Oh, good. I'm good. Uh, How are you? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Um, Those beeps are going to be great. I tell you what. Oh, my God. <laughs> Amy, how are you? I'm pretty good. Yeah, I, um, I finished my final day of placement today. So I'm Woo-hoo. very excited. Hey. Congratulations. I have to I have to now adult, which I don't really want to do, but <laughs> Yeah, that's the worst part, right? Adulting is hard, right? Yeah, it is. I don't want to It's do not it. ideal. <laughs> yeah. It's um yeah, it does not it's it's not something I want to do. It's not something I enjoy. No, doing. I'd much rather no. be a child and enjoy Christmas like a child than enjoy Christmas yeah, like an adult. <laughs> If you're a child, then Santa comes for you still. Yeah, to exactly. Be fair, right. As an adult, I can kind of do whatever the hell I want to do, so that's kind of good. It's true. You, can, you take as many naps as an adult as you do as a child, don't you? <laughs> I wish. <laughs> I wish I took more naps. Oh man. Um, speaking of not napping, because this movie was definitely not worth napping through. Uh, this evening we watched National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. We did. Um, what do we think of the movie, guys? It's a good 80s staple, isn't it? <laughs> yes, it was very good. Have we all seen the movie before? I feel like, for me, I can't remember which movie it was, but Maddie was saying, like, I think it was for Home Alone 2. Or mm. maybe it was, uh, yeah. Or something like that where you said like this movie, you always see the start on Christmas Day but you've never watched the whole thing. That was this movie for me. Like I looked, I was like, I swear I'd never watched this movie before. I saw the start and I was like, wait, maybe I have. And then I kept watching it and I was like, wait, no, I haven't. I've just seen the start of it. (laughs) Because they play it on Channel 9 or 7 and then they put ads all the Mm. way through. So you're like, okay, bedtime because it's 10 o'clock and we're not even halfway. Yeah, very true. Um, I haven't seen this movie before, so this is the first time watching it through for me in any way, shape, or form. And I really liked it. I Have it you really guys good. seen um, the just the National Lampoon's Vacations? I've seen the first one. Which one's that? The Wally the World one? Yeah, I think so. That's or the is, European that's the first Vacation? One, isn't it? I can't remember. I've seen the Wally World one. That's the first one, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. Um, but They've got nothing to do with Christmas. I mean, this is the only Christmas one. Hmm. Yeah, definitely. Um, but, I mean, I guess 
it would be impossible to talk about this movie if we didn't talk about Chevy Chase. Um, how good is Chevy Chase? Do we think that do we like Chevy Chase in this movie? Clark, what do you reckon? Clark Griswold is just Chevy Chase, I think. <laughs> I don't see a difference <laughs> in character. Yeah, there's not a great deal of difference, is there? It's what so- do you think, Amy? Do you like um, Chevy Chase? I'm trying to find my fun fact right now. <laughs> Amy, <laughs> you should right. have this organised. <laughs> All right, no, we'll come, back, we'll come back to that. Maddie, what do you think of Chevy? Like, like, Being think- such a big fan of community, it's hard to see him as anyone but Pierce Hawthorne. Yeah, I I was I'm kind of the same. My my biggest exposure to Chevy Chase has been through Community. So when I w- go back and watch his old stuff, well, I guess he's the stuff he's best known for. It's hard not to see Pierce. Um, but I also think that Chevy definitely. I think he carries the movie in a lot of ways. Um, I mean, he's the main character. <laughs> he is the main character, but he's also like the source of all the comedy. All the slapstick and all the hijinks he usually crazy. (laughs) Oh, that was brilliant when he loses it. That was fantastic. Man, how how he memorised that insult speech was incredible. Mm -hmm. The amount of insults he gave that boss, man. (laughs) His character doesn't have an arc though. Yeah, no, I I agree. I don't think he did have a redemption arc because, like, to be honest, what was the story? What happened? Yep. <laughs> like, like, you know what I mean? Like, was, there, well, it's happened? about his family coming together, but everything mm. that happens to his family is a disaster. I mean, I'll be honest and say that I didn't actually, I wasn't paying full attention to the star of the movie because I was trying to cut down words in my assignment. <laughs> um, but I felt like even from the point where I did watch it, I was still like, what the hell is going on here? <laughs> yeah, like what was what was the plot? What was the story? What was the point of everything that kind of happened, you know? Like like I get it, the family came over, they had some dinner, end of movie. Like <laughs> You know what I mean? Like like what happened? What was the purpose? Was it kind of the show that Christmas doesn't always go to plan? Like, does, is it to show that, like, of... Because a lot of them, I mean, I guess not really in Christmas movies. There's always a problem. But, like, I was going to say, a lot of the time you see when family come over, it's like, oh, all happy and cheery and stuff. Maybe this movie was supposed to represent that. Mm. It's not always good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> kind of like Daddy's Home. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's actually interesting that we're watching those back to back because, yeah, I think there's a lot of similarities between the two because it's a whole – it's all about family, right? Like that's that's the driver of the movie. Um, Maddie, what do you think? Like you mentioned that the idea of a redemption arc for Clark, that I guess being that that's not a redemption arc, why do you think that is? Like, Like what do you think the story is? I actually don't know. The only person who had a redemption arc was his boss. But even that was a bit of a weak redemption line. That's a good point. I didn't think of that. But, yeah, maybe the boss. Like the the characters didn't grow. Yeah. Um, And also, like... There's no growth. Like, even their their neighbours were, like, wusses. Like, wouldn't you think (laughs) that they'd, like, go over and, like, complain from the first issue that popped up? (laughs) They didn't do anything. Yeah, they... (laughs) Speaking of the neighbours, um, I forgot 
Oh, I, I didn't know that Julia Louis-Dreyfus was in this movie. She's fantastic in everything that she, she is. Does. Yeah, she is. <laughs> She's very funny. Um, the Neighbours. It was an interesting addition to the movie. Um, I get it was like the the whole, like, oh, everything we do good, the Neighbours just keep mucking it up for us. Like it, you know what I mean? Like that whole trope. Was it is necessary? Is that supposed to make Clark look like a bit of a goofball, do you think? Does he, doesn't he always look like a, a goofball, though? Well, yeah, but do you think the neighbours, in, the inclusion of the neighbours was to do that? I guess, potentially, maybe to accentuate it. What do you think, Amy? Why do you think the neighbours were included? Do you have any ideas or thoughts? Um, I feel like maybe what Maddie says, they, they tried to, I think, but... Um, some part of me, I mean, he did look like a goofball and everything, but also at the same time, I feel like it didn't always work because they didn't do anything about it. Yeah. Like, I would have thought that if you were so, like, good and cool and stuff, <laughs> um, that you would actually go over and do something about it. Yeah, it's very true. It's very true. Um, the one part... Of the movie that that stood out to me was a scene where they were eating all the really really dry chicken, and they were all just <laughs> around the table. Turkey, sorry, um, and they were just sitting around the table, and it was just the the chewing noises. Um, like how gross is that? But I don't know it's... why. Like of all the scenes in the movie, that's the one I I think I'm going to remember the most. Um, Isn't that such a thing? You know when you get annoyed with your family because you can hear them chewing too loudly oh, or chewing gross? Yeah. Yeah. Is it supposed to be like that? Like your family like around the <laughs> dinner table? Just yeah. shut up. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Maybe it is. Is it supposed to show the flaws in the family? There's a lot of flaws in the family. <laughs> Definitely. Um, <laughs> One called Cousin Eddie. <laughs> <laughs> Cousin Eddie was great. Like Granny Quaid, he's quite funny. Um, but yeah, it's. I feel like Cousin Eddie is a bit of a rushed plot point. It, I don't know. He comes in like about halfway through the movie. Um, and I get like, like I don't know how you pat him out because there's not a lot of substance that he actually brings. He just brings a lot more kind of laughs. But I don't know. What do you guys think of of Cousin Eddie? Well, I think he acts as a like as a comic relief almost that. Relative you can make fun of, that relative that's not quite as good as you. Yeah, for sure. Um, do you think he was funny, Amy? Do you, you enjoy his character? Um, I feel like um, he wasn't there a lot. I mean, as I said, I didn't really watch some of the movie, but I felt like at the end, cause when he was getting the boss, he disappeared. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he did. He just kind of went, didn't he? You know, yeah. <laughs> didn't he like come back and then go again? Yeah. Or I just imagining that. Yeah. Oh wait, yeah. Did he? I'm not sure. I know he definitely went. No, and as got the soon boss. as Clark said what he said, he was right off to get the yeah, boss. That's what it was. Um. Yeah. It, it, look, it's. I thought the. Um, the whole family dynamic is is definitely the the main kind of theme of this. Speaking of the family dynamic, though, the, there were a lot of old people in this movie. You know what I mean? Like a lot of the movies that we've watched, 
like like it's mainly around the kids. But this movie was the opposite. It wasn't really based around the kids in any way. They were just kind of there. It was actually based around the parents and the grandparents. I'm trying to think if any of the movies so far we've watched have actually had grandparents in it. Yesterday's. Yeah, Daddy's Home too, I guess. Oh, yes, yes. But not many others, though. That slipped my mind. (laughs) I can't think of any others. Yeah, not many others. It, yeah, and there were, and it wasn't like there were just one or two grandparents. Like there were a lot of old people in this movie. <laughs> yes. What? What do you think that is? It was like, was that something you guys picked up? Do you think that's an interesting choice? Am I making? Am I pointing out nothing? Like, what do you think? Old people, I don't know. Is that funny? <laughs> Are they more likely to do funny stuff? Like, obviously, wrapping the cat up and giving that as a present because she <laughs> didn't get a present for them and just put the cat in the box. Obviously, that's a uh, a standout funny moment because you can make fun of the elderly and dementia, mm. <laughs> apparently. Is it, yeah, so is it, is it maybe like they put the old people in there as a catalyst for a lot of the jokes and a lot of the comedy? Maybe. Yeah. Or could it be like they're saying that the time of year when we see our old people is at Christmas time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the rest of the year we push them into a home. Um, uh, <laughs> um, how Christmassy is this movie? Well, I don't know if you guys noticed a couple of things that I noticed. Mm-hmm. Um, Rusty watching It's a Wonderful Life on the TV. Yes, I did. Once again, that goddamn movie keeps getting brought up. <laughs> and it's the only Christmas part in the movie that they put it on as well, which was the bell. And whenever an, the bell a the bell end. rings, the angel gets its wings. So they, they just put the last 30 seconds. Yeah, the because film. that's the only part that's Christmas. <laughs> so they were like, yeah, Yikes. we've got a Christmas movie on and the only bit's at the end, so we'll just play that bit. I mean, I wasn't <laughs> going to say that because I've been roasting Luke too hard, but yes, correct. <laughs> the other thing I noticed was how um, influenced Deck the Holes was by this movie. Um, wow, yeah, that's a really good point. All the Christmas lights. I mean, that's a big part of Christmas, but um, all the hijinks with the Christmas lights. Mm. The advent calendar that and he even, had, he would turn yeah. it every day for a day in December. Yes, and that I was, was thinking quite that like too. Deck the Halls. Yeah. So I think they may have drew some inspiration from it. Was there singing in this movie? I can't remember. Singing? Yeah. Um, there was... Hang on, was there? I, I know, know there was, was carols in the background. Yeah, background, but I don't think anyone actually sung. Sung, yeah. Um, what was with, I do, just saying that, what was with Chevy and the, the girl, the perfume counter girl? What was, <laughs> what was those scenes that about? That was weird, man. Like he seemed so happy with his family, like yeah, immediate yeah. family. <laughs> And then all of a sudden he's like dreaming of this woman. I, is this supposed to be like a, oh, every male's fantasy is something. But why did, why did we need to actually see her basically get naked? Like what was that? like? I think it's a product of its time, right? Yeah. It's a Chevy Chase movie. He's a bit fucked. It was, yeah. It was, <laughs> Let's be honest. It was so much like, well, all right, cool, I get it. We could have probably stopped this scene five minutes ago, but we're still going with this suggestively taking off their clothes. <laughs> Yeah, it was interesting. 
Um, but I think that's just a product of its time. Yeah, that's it's very male gazy, isn't it? And yeah, if Chevy Chase is in it, then I I feel like that could probably have something to do with it. Um, the something we picked <laughs> up um, right at the very start of the film. And I'm going to throw this to you, Maddie, because I know this is going to be your um, your niche point here. Um, the music um, was written by I'm going to butcher his name, Angelo Badalamenti, who oh, did the music for Twin man. Peaks. He wrote Laura's. It's thing. interesting that he's done all the the ethereal whooshing music for Twin Peaks, and then he's doing all the Christmas carols for this movie. He can do anything, that man. <laughs> with a with a song, so I I was not familiar with a lot of the music in this movie. Were they writ like were a lot of the carols written for this movie, or were they just happened to be carols that were inserted into this? I think the first song at the start, the one about vacation may and have stuff. Been. Yes, oh, I wanted to bring something up because hmm. you're talking about opening titles. A lot of Christmas movies show the opening credits at the start. Yes, so like, and it's so long. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's such an old, old school Hollywood movie thing. You know what I mean? Like to show all the names and all the the crew and cast. So it's interesting that a lot of Christmas movies now follow that tradition. Yeah, that's very true. Um, or am I just looking too much into it? No, you're not. <laughs> no, I think it's a good point because, yeah, I definitely noticed the introduction took a long time to get into. I mean, I'm, I'm pretty sure I've, I say to mum every t- I've said it twice now. I'm like, I hate it when they have all the credit stuff at the start. <laughs> Don't be rude, Amy. You have to pay the respect to the crew. It's uh, <laughs> Yeah, it's brilliant. Um, and then I think the other person that I thought I'd bring up was Johnny Galecki, um, the kid. <laughs> Leonard. <laughs> um, Leonard from Big Bang Theory. Um, yeah, it was. I was not expecting to see kid Johnny Galecki in this movie. He's a cute kid, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, what happened? No. <laughs> <laughs> the Big Bang Theory. Oh, happened. dear. Um, yeah, it's a shame. I kind of wished he was in the movie more, to be honest. Yeah. It's, yeah, I guess that he comes back good. to, I guess, my thoughts on it's the fact that we have a Christmas movie Chevy where Chase's the kids character. aren't central. And that's kind of odd. It's weird. Hello? Um, if we were characters from this movie, who would we be? Josh is the old grandpa's napping while watching TV. <laughs> Mate, I'm pretty okay with that. <laughs> I don't know who he'd be. This might be the hardest movie to assign characters for. Yeah. Hardest one so far. Um, Part of me feels like I'm Julia Ruby Lu- Sue. No, and she's like, I'm shitting bricks. <laughs> oh, man, that was... I'm sorry, shit and rocks. You can't say that word. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, shit and rocks. <laughs> Maddie, I feel like you're Julia Louis Dreyfus's character. Oh, really? <laughs> Why? Just because you punch a guy in the face. That's. <laughs> <laughs> I've never punched a guy in the face. I wish. I can see you doing it though. Um, Amy, I feel like you'd be the mum. <laughs> yeah. Has to put up with some you bullshit. Mean, yeah. <laughs> the calm, level-headed one. <laughs> <laughs> For some, I was I was thinking the same thing. So, 
Does that mean Luke is Clark? I was going to say, Luke would have to be Chevy then. (laughs) Don't bury your face in your hands. (laughs) I don't think he'd get cheerful enough to be that. (laughs) Speaking of Luke, should we add his little part in here? Yeah, let's chuck it in right now. Hello, Christmas family. It's Luke. You know what? I'm going to start calling you all the Christmas family because I think that's kind of cool. Anyway, we are going to talk about National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. I had never seen this movie before, but this one I found very, very funny. Chevy Chase was really, really good. I'm not personally a fan of his later work, but I really liked him in this movie. But there's a lot of actors and actresses that I didn't even know that were in this movie until I looked it up later. Um, But with this movie, I felt that the... The comedy was really good. The slapstick was really funny. Everyone was there at the end to, you know, be together as a family. And I think that celebrates the idea of Christmas really, really well. I really, really enjoyed it. Um, If I was going to give it a number of Santa hats out of 10, I'm going to give it a 7.5. I'd watch it again. Um, I think it does the Christmas stuff really well and the comedy's funny. And I'll see you guys later. Luke, mate, we've talked about this. You have to stop dropping F-bombs. I can't keep cutting them out. You sent us through 20 minutes worth of content. I've only used a minute. That was appalling, mate. You have to stop. Should we rank the movie? Yeah, sure. I went with Josh last night, so I'll go back to Amy. (laughs) I I always like to hear other people's people's, um, score first before mine so then I can judge to see if I've got a good score or not. Hey, if Luke can give Daddy's home a one, I think you can make your mind up about what this movie is. <laughs> I'm going to ask you, Amy, how many Christmas hats would you give this movie out of ten? I think I'm going to give it a six out of ten. Um, because, yeah, I like... It it was Christmassy and it was uh, I got into the mood and there it was funny and everything but there was a lot going on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a, I'm I'm gonna jump in. I'm actually also gonna give this movie a six. Um, I think the, I I liked the movie and I liked Chevy Chase, but there was a whole lack of plot and the whole flipping of the story where there's more focus on the elderly than the children was kind of odd for me. So I thought it was funny, but if I'm looking at it through a Christmas lens, I'm giving it a six. What about you, Mads? Yeah, I'm also going to give it a six. You guys read my mind. Um, I'm just, like, thinking about it now. Like, I remember watching this movie when I was younger and thinking it was so much funnier than it is. <laughs> <laughs> like, I think if you're a child of, like, the 80s, I think it's a lot funnier. Like, my dad... Was quoting it, wasn't he, Josh? Yeah, he like was. Like, he kept coming in to watch the movie and quoting it. by like, oh, yeah, this part's so funny, this part. But... And I was like, oh, huh, yeah, it's kind of funny. <laughs> well, my dad, my dad's the same. Like, he, I mean, he didn't watch it with me tonight. But before he left, uh, he he was like, oh, that's a good moody, movie. You're going to love it. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's it. Maybe it's a generational <laughs> thing. Maybe, like, like, it's a very 80s movie. So maybe that's. Yeah, that's. Um, maybe we don't understand 80s humour as much as others. He said it might have aged now, but it mm. was a good movie, he said. Yeah, right. It's aged okay, but not the best. 
especially those parts with the woman in the bikini and yeah. The... <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah, it's interesting. Nice. Good work. Did you find um, a fun fact yet, Amy? Yeah, I did. Well, that's good. Should we cut to Josh's joke first? Because that'll be lackluster. I think we should end on a high. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Look, hey, so day two of Josh writing a joke for the podcast. Um, Realised writing jokes is really hard. Um, (laughs) So uh, it's going to be fun for the next 14 episodes, but we'll, we'll see how we go. So I do, I have written a joke, um, and I'm quite proud of it. It's a nice, nice quick one. Jesus, here we go. Uh, uh, Guys, who helps Santa bring pleasure to men all across the world? What the fuck? I don't know. (laughs) His ho-ho-hos. Oh, Oh, Jesus, no. (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. You disgust me. I was inspired by Chevy and that the woman from the, <laughs> the perfume counter. They say you say take inspiration from the things around you. Well, uh, yes, uh, that was... I think that's what the kids call a slam dunk. Your street's ahead, Josh. <laughs> I have street's ahead. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was really good. Yeah, that's my joke. See you tomorrow. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Amy, please, please salvage my- this podcast. <laughs> okay, my fun fact of the day is that apparently the um, wait a second, <laughs> I'm already destroying it. No, um, two weeks before Christmas is the second most popular time for people to break up with their partners. Oh my guys, oh, guys, it's two weeks really? before Christmas. Oh, Josh, you're dumped. <laughs> <laughs> See you later, punk. Jeez. I just realised it is. T- how did I do that? That I did not plan that for her. It's exactly two weeks, isn't it? <laughs> it's exactly two weeks before Christmas. Far out. <laughs> I wonder why that is. What, do you reckon it's like, oh, shit, I haven't bought them a present yet. Oh, if I go any further, I actually have to buy them something. Like, do you reckon well, it's based so around I, that? I have broken up with a boyfriend before Christmas. It wasn't two weeks before. It was so actually the week before. And the reason why I did a it. A week before? You're a monster. It's <laughs> <laughs> even the re- better. The reason before. why is because um, I didn't want him. Well, I mean. No, actually, I was going to save it for after Christmas because I um, was like, I don't want to make him sad on Christmas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but then he, I was kind of ghosting him and then he messaged me and was like, hey, what's going on? And I was like, I'm just going to have to break up with you. <laughs> you texted him that? I no, I didn't text. I oh, rang him. I but the only reason I rang him was because he was in Geelong and I was like, I don't want to travel all the way to Geelong to break up with <laughs> you. Hang on, wait. Wow, that is. I'm not gonna fucking Geelong. <laughs> That's brilliant. That's I also dumped brilliant. someone, but I think they were three weeks before Christmas, which in turn was a week before their birthday. So that's embarrassing. Oh, 
And you oh, you go off at me for a week before Christmas. It was also his twenty first birthday. Um. <laughs> oh, dude, what are you doing? I mean, I was gonna hold out and do it afterwards, but I was like, nah, just just rip the band aid, man. <laughs> Good times. If you're listening, um, I hope you're enjoying the podcast. <laughs> if you're in a relationship and and are worried that you are are going to get dumped, or conversely, if you want to dump someone. Um, we'll do it for you. Please <laughs> fill us send in. Us Let us know. We can talk you through it. Yeah, uh, just Mel- just send us a mailbag. We'll dump them And for then you. we will break up with the the significant other we'll give through it to the podcast. Guys, do. do you reckon there's money? <laughs> Maybe there's something in this. Maybe we can start a service where we dump oh people God. on other people's behalf. You know there's a movie like that. Yes, there about is. That. Is there? It's a Kiwi movie, I'm pretty sure. It's pretty good. Mm. It's really funny. Anything in the mm, mailbag today, Joshua? Well, yes. There's a couple of things in the mailbag today. Things. Not so much questions, but um, we have been receiving a bunch of comments from people reaching out and saying that they've really enjoyed listening to the podcast, wow. which has actually been really lovely. Um, and I thought I'd read out to um, a really nice comment and then something a bit more funny. So okay. um, we did get a comment from Rachel McKenzie. On Instagram, she said, I love the podcast. It's getting me through this weird Christmas season. I appreciate the custom episode artwork for yeah, each boy. episode. Um, Maddie, that's, that's you, mate. Photoshop so, should be on my resume. Uh, good work. <laughs> <laughs> um, she said, keep it up. Thanks. So thank you, Rachel. Appreciate thank it. you for, for sending that in. Um, that's not the first comment that we've had on the episode artwork. There's actually uh, a comment on Instagram as well on yesterday's post of someone being like, oh, God, no, what is this editing? Something along those lines. I can't remember it. <laughs> what did I do? Um, I can't remember. <laughs> it, was, it was fantastic. Um, but, yes, so thank you, thank you, Rachel. Um, now, this other one I'm going to read out because I don't know if you know this, guys, um, but we've been, I feel like we've been, been sought out by a Nigerian prince. Um <laughs> And I really think, I'd, and I'd, I wanted to do this off air, but I thought, you know what, I'm going to bring this to the table on the podcast. We're going to have a team meeting because I really think there's an opportunity here for us to go global, to really I'm make ready. millions, all right? So I'm just, now I, I couldn't copy the whole message onto the, the podcast because we'd be here for a while. But I took a, the, the crux of, of the email, okay? So... Um, I'm going to start off. So basically he's just said hello and, and asked us to, if he would, you know, if, if we would like him to help us become a successful Absolutely. podcast. He writes, new audience always become addicted to top ranking podcast. I will help your podcast to introduce with more targeted audiences. Our show is syndicated on internet stations to a weekly audience of around 40,000 listeners. Wow. We are, have listened in iTunes for <laughs> over one years. I am taking $300 for 30 days to do provide this service. <laughs> so can you please send me an order? I was going to say, that sounds great. That. That's a lot of people. <laughs> I think that's a good deal. Uh. Um. <laughs> Also, for English not being a first language, like, that's pretty well done. <laughs> Maybe that's why my mum's been getting scam calls. <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe it's just this Nigerian prince reaching out wanting to, you know, 
Yeah, reach out and I get some I don't some know success. about you guys, but that sounds wonderful. So I think we'll talk about that more off the podcast because I think... Yeah, no, definitely. I think definitely we need to get him $300 as soon as possible. <laughs> um, I think that's really important for us. Um, and if you would like to... Give us you, send $300. $300. <laughs> you would like to, to, to make business suggestions for us, if you're a Nigerian <laughs> prince and would like to contact us, there's a couple of different ways you can do this. Uh, drop us a mailbag. That's mailbag.christmasandchill at gmail.com. Uh, you can also message us on Facebook or Instagram at Christmas and Chill Podcast. Um, if you are listening to us on Apple Podcasts, please leave a five-star review or a review of any kind. But five-star review, please. It'll be really good. Um, really helps us spread our wings and, and kind of share what we're doing with lots of people. Um, and, yeah, um, tomorrow. What are we watching tomorrow night, guys? Nightmare before Christmas. Yeah, cool. This will be a bit of a good one, a bit of a Halloween Christmas movie. Yes. Should be good. Before we finish up, guys, is there anything else you'd like to to go over? Anything else you want to say? Oh, I would like to say that over these past 11 days, we've reached over 220 listeners, and that's freaking awesome. That is amazing. I'm just thankful for everyone who's listened. Like, even if you just click it and click off, like, we don't care. Just the love and even thought of putting on our podcast is just crazy Mm. and unbelievable to us. Yeah, thank you so much. Um, it's it's definitely taken off We're in ways. We're sending that, you all the Christmas love. Yes, that's, yes, that's it. And it's taken off in ways we never thought was was possible. So thank you. And and look, we've still got a lot of episodes to go. So um, we're not slowing down anytime soon. Um, thanks so much for listening, guys. Um, and yes, if you are that Nigerian prince uh, listening, um, send me your bank details so I can send you three hundred dollars. <laughs> um, <laughs> Thanks so much for listening, guys. Have a great night. Bye. Bye.